coming up next on Chamber Amplified. So we're trying to front end a lot of this career exploration at the request of the students, at the request of the teachers, and at just the general awareness with the companies that we need to be doing more because most people just are not aware of what they don't know because they aren't experienced with it. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Findlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it's from employee recruitment and retention, marketing, IT issues, and everything in between. Really anything that can be impacting your business. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. So we're delving back into the world of workforce development on today's podcast. So we've all heard the question, where are all the workers? And if you've been listening to this show, you know that the adage that no one wants to work anymore just simply isn't that accurate. There are a lot of factors going into it. The fact is, more people, specifically younger people, do want to work. We just need to meet them where they are. My guest today is the director of Raise the Bar, Hancock County, Trisha Valesque. She'll be telling us about a recent event designed to introduce high school students to different opportunities that are here for them right here in Finley and Hancock County and why the event was such a success. We also talk about upcoming similar events and how parents and schools can help kids enter the workforce with a lot of knowledge as they do enter. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. Joined on the podcast once again by the director of Raise the Bar here in Finlay and Hancock County, Trisha Valesque. Trisha, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me again, Doug. So Trisha is an impromptu guest on the podcast this week. One, I was looking for a guest, and two, she just happened to be having a really interesting conversation outside of my door the other day. And I said, you know what? That's a good podcast episode. So let's uh, let's run that back. So I appreciate you doing this. <laughs> Not a problem. It's amazing what can come out of hallway conversations. <laughs> So let's talk about your Tuesday for Raise the Bar, because I found it very interesting what you were able to put together and kind of the spotlight that it shines on opportunities in Finley and Hancock County, not only for businesses, but for area students. Yeah, yesterday we were honored to host the first of our Career Expo series. That is for high school students throughout Hancock County and the surrounding areas that are also invited. But the real point of the day is to get students to learn there is more to an industry than they ever thought. There are a lot more careers and opportunities. And we purposely put them in four different workplaces in our community around the hospitality and tourism industry to let them interact with employees who represented everything from Hancock Hotel's general manager to someone leading food and beverage to those at the Marathon Center for the Performing Arts and fundraising and ticketing and patron services and everyone uh, at the CVB and then also at the Hancock Historical Museum to kind of blow their minds and perceptions of what the hospitality and tourism industry is like. So we're going to do a couple more of these uh, around different industries. We'll have one in March around finance and one in May around healthcare. There's a lot to like about all that, and we'll, we'll break it down. But one of the best parts uh, that I overheard you talking about and decided we should talk about here is that this led to real interaction between students and businesses where it wasn't they just came in, someone talked to them, and then that was their day, and they some were very interested in finding work opportunities right now. 
Yeah, I loved it. There were definitely students who were part of our day that came with their mindset on something in hospitality, several around culinary, one who wanted to be a general manager themselves someday of a, of a hotel. And then there were other students who in their school districts, the schools are using different kinds of career assessments to get to help these students understand what are my interests, what are my aptitudes. And so those schools handpicked several students to come for the day who had a tendency towards hospitality, but to give them a new insight into it. It was a really great day. We did have kids asking for applications. They wanted to know at what age they could start applying. They wanted to know their first step in the door, what they should do, um, and also how there'd be that work-life balance in the different workplaces based upon what they wanted out of life too. So it's kind of it was definitely a win-win-win across the board. Lots of victories to be had. And I think one sort of subtle victory there is I feel like it puts a bit of a nail in the coffin of that argument. These kids just don't want to work. They want to work. But sometimes they just have to be shown, especially after everything that we've gone through the last two, three years, that pipeline of kids going to work looks a whole lot different than it did pre-pandemic. And this was a really good way to expose them to it. Exactly. And these kids want to find the right fit for them. They're going to be patient, and they. but the more we can get to them in that K-12 setting where it's a convenient area, we have them for those years of their lives to help them explore careers while they're there rather than getting into situations after high school where they don't have those support services and that guidance and direction, and then they feel like they're floundering, and then they never get their footing. So we're trying to front end a lot of this career exploration at the request of the students, at the request of the teachers. And that just the general awareness with the companies that we need to be doing more because most people just are not aware of what they don't know because they aren't experienced with it. How can can companies get involved in something like you mentioned? There's some other themed days coming up. If a company maybe wants to have a representative just tag along or maybe they want to host. I don't know how far you are along in the planning process, but how, how would they be able to get involved or at least learn more? I think the first thing to do is really form that interaction with raise the bar because my mind is always thinking strategy of how to make a day as robust as possible how to be purposeful with big companies small companies corporate i have to get to know the companies myself first so then i can make sure i plug them in at the right point with the schools um, so i would say reaching out to raise the bar and having that introductory conversation with us about your company inviting us out for tours and just getting to see the workspace because then we can learn how to work you into all the activities that we do. I think this really illustrates just how far raise the bar has come. It's always been a solid program, but uh, when it comes to things like this, at very least, it started off as a manufacturing day and then a manufacturing week and now highlighting the different sectors, especially hospitality, where we know there's been a lot of turnover, especially mm -hmm. since the pandemic. Uh, manufacturing has certainly seen it too, but now being able to branch into those, uh, how it's certainly a big undertaking and you're an office of one person plus an intern now, right? Right. I do have an intern now. There you go. So a, a, a large undertaking, uh, but this thing just continues to grow. And I think it really shows the dedication to workforce development here locally. Yeah. I appreciate you recognizing our growth, Doug. It is, it's a real honor to be honest, to work in the office suite there with the Alliance to have, the Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development, and the CVB to be huge proponents for the work that we do to help us connect the dots for 
us to tag team <laughs> this whole community. Um, it's truly an honor to be in and among you all, but to have the partnerships that we do in this community that most other communities can't seem to wrap their arms around, you know, with us being in tech micropolitan, like that was announced with the economic development team today. Mm -hmm. Um, how do we work together really, really well? And that's what allows us to know where our gaps are, to see the opportunities to move forward with innovation and with speed, um, but then to also anticipate what could be coming down the pike in a way that um, leads us towards outcomes and success. You mentioned uh, that the schools are working on on this as well. They are putting more tools into the hand of students that I think the average person realizes, even if you have kids in the school district, you in any of the school districts locally, you may not realize what tools your kids have access to. How can parents help foster this too and make sure that making sure that their kids are using everything that's being given to them to to try and guide them on these paths? It is, you know, those gentle conversations, there has to be some awareness that there is no right one path or only one path for anyone to get into a career anymore. Um, to being willing to encourage your child to step outside of their comfort zone, but take advantage of all that our community does have to offer. Uh, there are programs from the Chambers Hancock Youth Leadership at their junior year to the programs that Raise the Bar is doing. There are several other community agencies that have their own piece. And then the schools themselves are having career days and career fairs and guest speakers. It's being willing to go in and talk to the kids about what you do. Talk to the teachers. Say, hey, I want to come in. Let me share what I do. What does my company do? And the more we can just pitch in together and put the students in situations where they don't have to do it outside of the school day or in the evenings or on the weekends when they want to be a kid, which is what we need them to be too. Um, the more these resources are in their hands, they're going to be questioning more, and then they need an adult to talk it through with too. I'm glad you mentioned that the, the kids still need to be kids aspect of it, because I think prior to 2020, maybe we were in a spot where people didn't want to hire high school kids because they had to work around that high school schedule or something. And now Things have shifted so much. We've seen a lot more businesses be amenable to everything going on with the high school. Maybe they have to hire more high schoolers, but it seems like they're a little bit more flexible with that schedule, giving them that good sense of work-life balance that, that we talk about so much. And I think maybe we're getting more meaningful partnerships out of that and more and probably better high school student workers as a result. Kids do want to work. Um they want to be kids. They want to work. They want to forge their own path and they want to do it without getting themselves into debt. Um, so however we can help facilitate their skill building, uh, their soft skills, their customer service skills, skills that they we know as adults we use every single day. And for some of us who started out, I was 13 when I got my first job and I've had one ever since. You slowly realize how much those little moments of a job built me into what I am today. And I'm sure you'd feel the same way about your own jobs. Um, so we, yeah, getting kids into jobs and roles and working around what schedules they have, but allowing them to be in the workplace in the first place is very important right now. Absolutely. There's problem solving skills that you learn, even in a part time. I, like I dipped ice cream for my parents. Ice cream shop was my first job. But the pro and 
there were days that I definitely did not enjoy dipping those ice cream cones, but you, there are problem solving skills that you kind of learn there. Like when you're real busy, what's the best way to get those orders out so we can stop dipping so much ice cream, banana split Sundays, the bane of my existence growing up. People love that special apparently. Uh, but there, there's, there's a whole lot there uh, going on. I was really impressed with the amount of kids and the, the amount of people that were just in our conference room uh, yesterday morning. I'd been out for a few days at the conference and some other things happening and didn't know. I just walked in and was, what's going on in there. Uh, but not only were there a lot of people, it was a lively conversation. My office is right next to the conference room here. And, and, you know, I can hear, when there's a good conversation going on, I don't hear what's being said, but I can tell that something's going on. People are laughing or there's a lot of, lot of people talking. And I thought it was very interactive and not just uh, come listen to people talk. And I think that was the, the biggest part of it probably for you. Yeah. Kids don't want to be talked at. It's just like adult <laughs> learners. We hate when people lecture at us. I could read that on the PowerPoint. Why are you reading it to me? The, the experiences that they got were so interactive that it did allow the kids to open up, to have conversations, to ask questions. We didn't have to drag questions out of the students yesterday, which we were fully prepared to do. But, you know, we're finding ways to make it engaging. And the CVB, when we were in their offices, they were having the students plan an event for, I think, what if the women's knitting club wanted to come to Finley? What would the day, what would you recommend as teenagers for them to do? And the kids had great ideas and, they know some of the things that we really want our community to know about, but there were some things that they didn't know, which we we all it reminds us that we have to better market our community to ourselves and others. So it's just you know it's a learning experience for all of us, to be quite honest. Uh, it's it's very cool. I, I was really excited to hear how successful it was for you, even if I was just eavesdropping to my left over there. Uh, but uh, I I got excited just hearing you talking to uh, other people in the office about it. And so I'm 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 happy to have you on here to talk about it again. If people I, either schools, businesses, parents want to talk to you about raise the bar, how they can get involved and and have that conversation with you, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, you can email us at raisethebarhancock at gmail.com. You can go to our website, which is raisethebarhancock.org. Or um, and you can also sign up. We're going to be sending out our very first newsletters that we have, are building. And it's a series of two. One of the newsletters talks from the school district's perspective. Here's what we're doing to prepare the future workforce. And we're trying to get that into the hands of as many employers as we can to show ways that they the employers can get involved but also recognize all the strategies that are happening in our school so there's like this aha they are trying um, but also the reverse engineer is from employers to the schools saying these are our trends this is our workforce needs these are our expectations and putting that in the hands of every staff member in our school districts k-12 so they can start having better and more informed conversations with their students, um, but also inviting those employers into the classrooms too. Very so be on the lookout for all of that and sign up for that free newsletter. The first one will be print, but the rest will go digital. Very exciting time to be doing business in Finley and Hancock County. I think nine straight top micropolitan uh, awards, uh, but it's more than just the investment. It's it's uh, and, and capital. It's investment in our workforce. And uh, you guys are doing a bang up job of it. So thank you for joining us today, Tricia. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. 
Thanks again to Trisha Valesque for joining us. I was really excited to hear about how well this week's event went. Again, it's really not a matter of kids not wanting to work. It's more about meeting them where they are and certainly Raise the Bar is doing a very good job of that. You should definitely check out more from them. That'll do it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a little something to help run your business a little bit better. If you have any ideas for topics that we should cover, just send me an email. djenkins at findlayhancockchamber.com is the best way to get in touch. Remember, if you're listening on our website, you can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for Chamber Amplified in your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Findlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.